Hello, everyone. After our summer break, we are happy to be back to bring you one more awesome episode of the Equality in Business podcast. Our podcast to create awareness about equality in the business world by actively engaging students about relevant topics in a professional manner. My name is Raquel Souza, and I am a master's student at Catholica Lisbon. In today's episode, we will talk about how being ourselves and contributing with our uniqueness make us all grow. We will discuss this with IKEA, a company that strives to have a diverse and inclusive work environment where co-workers feel valued and recognized for their diverse talents and where they are free to be whoever they want. IKEA will also explain why this is good for everyone, co-workers, customers, and their business. And to talk with us about all this, I am really excited to introduce to you Shwana Kambash, who is Recruitment and Sourcing Manager at IKEA and has been strongly involved in equality, diversity, and inclusion topics within the company. A very, more, very warm welcome to you, Joana, and thank you for being here with us today. So, shall we get started? Uh, we would like to start with our little ritual. At the end of each podcast episode, our guests ask a question related to equality to our next guest. In a previous episode, we spoke with Frédéric Fezes Vital about social entrepreneurship. And the question that Frederick left for you was, what have you done today to make your community or country a better place to live in? First of all, hi Raquel, thank you for inviting me to this podcast. Um, answering Frederico's question, what I can say is that uh, at IKEA, and IKEA Portugal in particular, we are actively working together towards this goal. It is our vision to make a better everyday life for the many people. Uh, and of course, the way we see and contribute to equality, diversity and inclusion topics are part of the movement, movement we want to make in society. So I believe that during our conversation today, we will be able to share some examples on how we are doing our best to make the difference and stimulate progress in our society. For sure. So moving on to today's topic, Uh, firstly, we think it would be interesting if you could share some statistics about equality, diversity and inclusion in Portugal uh, and specifically within IKEA with us so that we can understand the current situation a little bit better. Sure. Uh, maybe let me start by sharing with you that our three main focus areas at the moment at IKEA Portugal um, in what concerns to equality, diversity and inclusion are gender balance, ethnicity, race and uh, nationality is what we call ERN and visibility is what we call diverse abilities at IKEA because we believe that people have diverse abilities. That's why we call it diverse abilities. These are areas uh, or there are areas in which uh, it's difficult to get uh, reliable statistics due to data privacy and uh, constitutional rights and ERN is one of those. So we can measure nationalities, but not ethnicity or race. But we can, we can know now uh, that uh, we have around 30 nationalities represented at IKEA, but the big, big movement we want to make is related to ethnicity and, uh, ethnicity and race. We aim to achieving uh, 15% ERN representation in all levels of leadership by 2024, mirroring our society and the diversity in, uh, of our markets. 
Regarding gender balance uh, and leadership positions, we know that in Portugal we still have around 30% of women in leadership positions. ETAQ Portugal Vis has been a priority for some time, and this is why we have now 51% women in leadership positions, uh, and we are very proud of this. But of course, it's a, it's a work in progress. And uh, our goal as a company for this is to grant 50-50 representation in leadership positions. Regarding gender pay gap, which is also connected to gender balance, we know that women still earn on average 16% less per hour than men in the same position in Portugal. At IKEA Portugal, women within the same position they earn the same as men. So we are now in this, uh, in this point uh, in gender balance, which is really good, but also it's a work in progress, as I was saying. Okay, so what you just said uh, already shows us that IKEA has been promoting and working towards the achievement of equality, diversity and inclusion at the workplace. Uh, in December, you even had the second edition of the Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Week, a week fully dedicated to talk about this topic inside the company. Why do you believe this is so important and put so much effort on it? Well, for us, having this kind of initiatives, it's about, first of all, human rights. Uh, it is also part of our culture and values, uh, the importance we give to equality, diversity and inclusion, and part of our people and culture strategy. So together, our co-workers around these important topics uh, with, uh, with our Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Week or other initiatives is also a crucial pillar for us, um, for our positioning as a company, brand and employer, and a way to keep this alive amongst our co-workers. So we believe, we really believe that the effort we put on, on it is really worth it. And another brilliant idea that you had was the podcast that IKEA launched last year, Igualmente. Uh, please tell us a little bit more about it. How did the idea come about and what is your main objective? So equality, diversity and inclusion, as you know, includes very different topics and dimensions, all of them complex, uh, with the need to be talked about and discussed in society. So we started by recognizing the need to address these topics internally, giving voice to our colleagues who had an opinion and a point of view on this area or where we're part of a minority or somehow affected by discrimination. So in our internal talks, we could see so many rich stories that uh, we thought it would be great to share them broadly, to create awareness and public discussion. So we believe that leading brands have the opportunity and also the responsibility to use their voice to influence society and promote positive sensory change. That's why we try to do, or that's what we try to do uh, every month uh, with our podcast. I already listened to some of the episodes and I can say that they're super interesting. Uh, so people listening to us, please check it out. Uh, it's really worth it. Now moving to the next question. There's a survey from IKEA from February 2020, where you saw that 42% of people from ethnic, racial, religious groups and immigrants believe that diversity enriches the Portuguese culture and makes the country more interesting to live in. However, only 24% of people from non-minority groups agree with this. 
what could the IKEA experience teach to people that do not believe in this enrichment that diversity brings? Well, what I can say is that at IKEA, we, we believe that uh, more diverse workplaces that reflect society are more aware of uh, uh, the external reality and customers' needs and dreams are more creative, are more innovative and more tolerant. So a lot of positive things. And we believe that we as a company have the opportunity and also the responsibility to use their voice to influence society and promote positive change. That's why we work to be a diverse, as diverse as society is and as inclusive as the world should be. And related to this and to the current times, uh, we know that every two seconds a person is forced to leave home due to war, persecution or as a result of an environmental crisis. IKEA has recently launched a refugee skills for employment program. What were the main reasons that gave this program life and what value do refugees bring to companies? Well, as a values-driven organization with equality, diversity and inclusion in our DNA, we recognize the value refugees bring to our communities and business and take their integration as a responsibility. So our ambition was to develop a program that enables skills for employment and contributes to empower and foster relationships of trust within communities. So we aim to contribute uh, to changing the narrative around migration and refugees integration by stimulating the understanding that being open to diverse diversity is positive for organizations and for business. And at the same time, we are reinforcing the representation of ethnicity, race and nationalities, contributing for an even, even more rich uh, work environment. So I can also share that the, this program, which already existed in some IKEA countries, was launched in Portugal in April 2021. Um, and it's mainly focused in the development and integration of its participants, it included 18 participants distributed by our stores and customer support center and if on dif in different departments such as logistics, sales, IKEA food, uh, etc. All of them had a buddy uh, to support their onboarding at IKEA in a daily basis and the program included uh, Portuguese lessons, social cult cultural integration training and of course on the job training. The first edition of the program has now ended in August uh, 31st. We are now gathering additional feedback uh, from all the stakeholders, but in general, the feedback uh, is really positive. Uh, the program brought a lot of good energy to our uh, reality and learnings, and these learnings will be kept to building a better second edition next year. That's, <laughs> that's so good to hear. And I think more companies should do the same. So it is obvious that IKEA has already done an outstanding job regarding equality, diversity and inclusion. But of course, there is space to keep improving and developing. What are your goals for the next years regarding this topic? Well, the main goal um, is to keep promoting a more inclusive workplace that reflects society and gives fair and equal opportunities to all, no matter their background, gender, sexual orientation, or any other dim dimension of uh, diversity. As I mentioned before, some of our goals, um, I can tell you that as main until 2024, uh, we are considering the movement we want for different dimensions of uh, diversity we have. 
So as I previous, previously mentioned, the 15% of ERN representation in all levels of leadership, 2% uh, of co-workers with diverse abilities, and to keep the gender balance uh, in leadership positions, so 50-50, and no pay gap, so no um, difference between men and women in the same position what concerns to their salary. Okay, so you are already working to achieve those goals, which is amazing. Uh, to finish, uh, we would like to give you advice to our listeners. What can we all do to be part of this change that society in general needs and that IKEA has been developing so successfully? I would advise you to be open to the other, to the difference and to the unknown. If we are every day surrounded only by people like us, who think like us and have the same beliefs, we will not grow and develop. So we all need to be challenged and to challenge. And when we grow as people, the companies we work for grow as well. I couldn't agree more with you. So we are now reaching the end of today's podcast episode. Uh, before we say goodbye to you, Joana, We would like you to take part in our ritual and ask a question that you would like to see answered by our next podcast guest. Well, I would ask the next uh, guest, um, what do you believe we should do to increase representation of people of various ethnicities and races present in our society throughout the companies and organizations in Portugal, especially if we're talking about managerial positions? Okay, that's a super interesting question. Let's see what the next person will answer. Thank you so much for your time and valuable insights. Uh, it was a pleasure having you here with us today. Thank you. Our next episode will be online on the 8th of October. Feel free to always reach out to us on our social media accounts. You'll find us under the name Equality in Business in LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. Looking forward to talking to you in two weeks. Thank you.